we're back, folks. To we'll take it from here with Joe and Don. My name is Joe. I'm Don. And like I said, you're listening to We'll Take It From Here podcast. What are you listening to for your new folks? Well, you're listening to a podcast where two men just talk about life and just talk about everything. Sometimes we have guests, like today, that come on the show. Uh, we'll talk about politics. We won't shy away from that. Current events, we'll talk about how, uh, you know, positive stuff, stuff that you can make you better from our experiences, not like a guru type uh, um bullshit like that. Like we just speak from our experiences. We give you the bads and the goods and we try to give you uh, a, a way to think, maybe some motivation to, to, to get started, to better yourself in your life as well. But like I said, today we have a guest, but before we get to our guest, Don, some housekeeping, please. Yeah. As always, guys, you can follow us on Instagram at we'll take it from here podcast. Give us a like, give us a follow. Um, also, if you could uh, give us a like and a review on our Spotify or Apple iTunes, whichever one you're listening on right now, that helps us uh, with our ranking and grow the show and to get our message out there and uh, share it with the world. Um, you could uh, DM us anytime if you have any topic suggestions or want to come on the show as a guest. We'd love that. Um, and uh, that's about it. So we just appreciate everybody listening each week. And um Without farther ado, here's our guest for this week, uh, Mikey J, J Cuz. Yeah, I got a few names. Um, so I, names. my government government name is Mike, um, but people call me J or J Cuz. So nice. Yeah, I like J Cuz. Yeah, I'm gonna call you J Cuz. Yeah, better. for sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That basically that started because when I was younger, I taught karate and had to like have two separate lives. Basically, like, I was out partying and stuff and teaching karate, so I like didn't want kids seeing that. But mm -hmm. now I'm like totally straight edge anyway so it doesn't matter i could be whoever but, but yeah, yeah so perfect. i had basically basically an alternate identity like superhero. <laughs> living a double life yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, really, this is the yeah. clark the clark Kent. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. so then at, at one point like everyone from my business life was calling me mike and everyone from my personal life was calling me jay and it was just kind of like at some point i introduced myself as the wrong name all the time and stuff like that okay, yeah well, now right. it doesn't matter so. i mean hey well, what's what's your last name Cosma, k-u-z-m-a oh, so that's what it says okay got it that makes sense and then jay's my middle name that's where Joseph. I was going to get to because I was yeah. looking at your Instagram. And I'm like, okay, so his name's Jay. And then beforehand, I was like, is, wait, is it Jay? And then he's like, no, it's Mike. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. So it was so funny. I was laughing when you texted me earlier. It was like, hey, it's uh, it's Mike. Well, also Mikey J. Also Jay Cuz. Also Cuz. Whatever. I am. I have Michael tattooed. Michael and my last name down my back. So like my, okay. my full name's tattooed on my back. And I don't even really go by that name. So it's kind of like. That's awesome. Funny. I got it when I was 16. I was young and dumb. So like, you know. What oh, hey, yeah. That's, hey, awesome. that's cool. You do it. You're, you're pretty tatted up. I'm looking yeah, at your arms. At like one it. point I had a job but not really any bills and i was like all right like let's do it let's do it yeah now i like to spend a little less i like it the cool one is that the jersey is that like the star where you're that's where yeah okay where i grew up so actually that some of these have no stories some of them have like interesting stories so at one point i was trying to join the air force um but i failed the medical exam and i got really annoyed at them so then I went and got a tattoo that put me over like the limit of tattoos that I could have to join the Air Force. Oh, so uh, I so like I put myself over the limit, and then they called me. They were like, "Hey, like we can do this. We can get you in." I was like, "Nah, it's too late." Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm over the limit it's now. Like an like, F yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> that so, is funny. It, yeah, you know. Okay. I commit to things. Like I, if I do something, it's like I'm going all out. So no, I like awesome. that mindset. Um, you know, speaking of mindset, you did the. I think you did the American Ninja Warrior, or yeah. Um, so I've never been on the show. It's pretty, okay. it's like really tough to get on the show. Um, basically, it's not even about skill. It's about like who's marketable, like who's oh, good television. And I'm not like, I wasn't great at sitting in front of a phone or sitting in front of a camera and like 
making myself look like I'm marketable. Like there, I'm sure there's tons of people I'm friends with that are better than me that have never been on the show either. But there's also a lot of people that are like way worse than me that have been on the show. Like it's, Damn. it's all about who's marketable. Yeah. Like there's gotcha. people that fall on like the first step just cause they're literally, they don't do Ninja warrior. They're just like a good story. Like they're like, they survived something crazy and stuff. Like I get it. It's for, it's TV. Like it's a TV show first. Yep. Yeah, that, that is true. And, and <laughs> it begs the question. A lot of the times when you're watching these reality TV shows, yeah. like, like, cooking ones with the chefs right mm -hmm. okay so those people are all are cooks and they are trying to market themselves as cooks but then how much of it is like gordon ramsay yeah. really being an asshole True, you know yeah. what i mean something like that but uh, so outside of the show yeah so i do there's compete. a lot of comments yeah. right so even like on the show there's let's say there's a hundred people that compete in an episode and they show you like 15 like so even if you're on it you're not necessarily on it so like wow. i have gone and tested for the show so i went and did some obstacles for the show um when i didn't like get on um, but I, there's competitions all over the place. So like I've I've competed like it's been probably like four years of like solid competing. Um, and you can pick if you're over like 16 or something like that. You can choose to compete elite, which is like the high level course. So like that's what I was doing. And I did win. I won once, but it's like it's a tough crowd, especially yeah. like they now they let younger kids do it too. And the younger kids are the best ones. Like they have no fear of anything. Like they basically don't have a job. Like they train full time. Mm -hmm. Like it's like huh. these kids are crazy. Well no, actually no hold on. That's really cool though. Congratulations on winning one. Like, Thanks. Walk us through that. Like so what walk us through from like when you first yeah. started in the competition and what was your mindset going into that? How did you know that you were going to prep yourself to win? Like, right. How'd you know you All right. so that, that's actually great like great segue. So like at one point um, at the beginning of the season, I was actually injured going into competitions. So I, I didn't care. Like, I was like, all right, like I can barely hang from this arm. Like, I'm not going to do well. Who cares? Like, let's just go have fun. Um, and also because I host, I run a competition every year, I get to compete in five free comps. So like the first five, there was no pressure. Like it didn't matter. I was injured and it was free. Like it was like, who cares? So in those first five, I did pretty well. Like I, I placed like top five, like in a few of them, like I, I was doing well for the comps. But like you need to get first, second or third to qualify for whatever finals with all that. Um, so then after those five comps and I was healed up, then I was adding all this pressure to myself. I was like, all right, these matter now. Like I'm 100 percent. I'm paying to compete in these things like I should do well. And I slowly was actually digressing, getting worse in the competitions. Wow. Uh, it's all stupid mistakes, like nothing that I fell on was something that I should have fallen on. It was it was all done. But Ninja is also crazy because like it's the only sport that you can make. A, like a fraction of an inch mistake and your whole thing's done yeah, like basketball wow. if you miss a shot whatever there's another shot mm -hmm. but like if your foot's off by half an inch or your hands off by half an inch like you're done it's over yeah um so like a tiny little mental error can cost you the whole thing um but then uh, i got in, i got into podcast which is like it's great that i'm on here um but i was listening to this podcast by trevor moab um and it was a uh, drama from fantasy factory it was oh, his right. podcast um and he it, he has a book. You Trevor, love that show. Yeah, yeah, Trevor has a book called. Sorry, yeah. oh, no, 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 he has no, a book no. called "It Takes What It Takes." Um, and I listened to that the podcast on the book, and he basically talked about how like, basically, if you tell yourself you're gonna fall on something, like you're gonna fall on it. Like, um, I think the stat was if you say something out loud that's negative, it's like seventy times more likely to happen. Wow. Like, and obviously, if you say like, it. um, like. 
I'm going to get struck by lightning. Like, it's not magical. It's not going to magically make something happen. But if I'm going into something, be like, dang, like, I'm just going to fall early again. Like, it's been happening. It's going to happen. It makes it more likely to happen. Yeah. So then I remember on my way, it was the last comp of the season. I needed to do well at that competition to qualify for finals. It was like, I was like nine comps in. I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm paying money for this. Like, I was like, I need to do well here. And I remember on the way, I'm listening to this podcast on the way to the competition. And it's just talking about like positive mindset and all that. And I just remember being like, all right, like I'm going to podium at this competition. Like this is the one I'm going to get on the podium. I'm going to do it. Um, and then I walk in, I'm like, I'm looking at the course. And I was like, no, like that's not good enough. I'm going to win today. Um, and I was pretty close to the end of the run order, which is a benefit because you see what everyone else did and you see what you have to do to like place and all that. Mm. Um, but just going into it, I was like, this is my time. I'm gonna, And out loud, I'm saying it like, I'm going to do this. This is my time. Um, I warmed up. I, for no comp before that, I warmed up. I was, I'm not a warm up person. Like I just like to go into it. Yeah. But like I warmed up just doing like some jumping jacks and stuff like that. Like got my head, head straight. Um, and I went out there and just crushed it. Like it was just like, like not only I won, but also like, made it like way farther than the rest of the people that were in it and it just happened to work out that day but a hundred percent i totally feel like it was it was just the mindset, the mindset going into it yeah i just saying it out loud and believing that it's actually gonna happen no absolutely awesome. that's fucking great i mean because we talk about that a lot on yeah. this podcast about mindset and like vibration yep, and what 100%. you send out to the universe comes back yeah. so i when you said about the 70 percent, i like don said i completely agree with that yeah. now it basically seems like you just knew you were not gonna lose like yeah. and what i like about it is you went in there and you were like no fuck this no. i'm winning like yeah. podium I, at first i was like yeah just first second or third like that's that's what i need and i was like no like that's not enough we're going for the dub. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, when you go in there, um, there's obviously an order, right? Two questions. Do is there like is it like NASCAR where you qualify for an order, or and then in the other one, if you go first, are you at a disadvantage because you haven't seen what everyone else does? So, the for finals, there is it, it's based off your placement like throughout the year. Mm -hmm. Like you get points for doing well at competitions, and they place you in an order for finals. But mm -hmm. there's like hundreds of people going. So as long as you're not like first, it doesn't really matter. You're seeing people go and all that. Um, and finals courses are pretty straightforward. It's more just like you got to move fast. So it's, okay. placement doesn't matter too much there. But most competitions, you want to be later in the competition. Um, sometimes people will figure out like easier ways to do obstacles. Like if you figure out like a cheat code to do it, um, then after one person does it, everyone's like, oh, like that's obvious. Like I'll do it. But the first, like I said, the first five didn't see it. They couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, and then also, like I kind of said it, um, if you if you're like the last person to go, you know exactly how far you need to go or what time you need to get to win. So you know, like if you could take a break here or if you need to blast through this or like maybe you just have, everyone's failing a certain obstacle. So, you know, you have to get there fast and then you can take your time and try and clear that one. Like it's definitely a big benefit to go later. Hmm. Um, I don't like to go later than like, 10th maybe even like say there's 50 people like i'm just gonna sit there and i'm just gonna start like getting in my head about it yeah, yeah. it's just, yeah, it's just no, to me it's true. better to go like you know pretty early um but i think the one i won there was only like 20 people so i was like i think i was like 18 or 19 so at least i wasn't sitting for hours gotcha, and, yeah and doing it and yeah. some most of the time if i compete i'm coaching kids at the comp the whole day oh. so like i'm there for like eight hours and then my wave starts and i'm just like i just want to go home at this point yeah absolutely. where do you yeah. go for this is this uh, there's in... gyms all over the place oh yeah so, okay. i mean i last year i only competed once i competed in pennsylvania okay this year i probably won't just because I'm, I'm more into the jujitsu stuff now but Got like it. you can like you have to apply to host the comp and then if oh, you right. it, like you have to follow specific rules like you have to live stream like the stuff that goes into it but there like i could find like four or five within an hour hour and a half did you ever do uh the obstacles over the water where you fell in the water and all that stuff um or? so when i did 
testing for a and w for ninja warrior i did it was over water okay um, but i only i only got to test one obstacle and i cleared it so i'm like yeah. I, i've never failed a ninja warrior gotcha. yeah. hey, got that on for the record baby yeah, yeah exactly and I, I, I hate water like i can swim but i just don't like being wet like i'm not a swimmer like i'm, I'm not if i don't yeah. have to go in the water i don't which is weird now because now i do ice baths and stuff but like I'm not gonna swim like for fun. Well, yeah, but like that's different. Like you're doing ice yeah, baths to recuperate. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Falling into a freaking water yeah, right. with your sneakers <laughs> yeah. on, it's like it's exactly. a whole different story. True. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Did you find like how much did your American Ninja Warrior game improve when you started teaching? Did you find that you were actually seeing uh, that's, holding that's your good. game? Um, so I actually and I know I, I kind of said when I do something, it's a hundred percent. So I it, I don't know like my brain's wired weird, but I don't see a gray area. Like I'm, it's either one thing or the other. So no, either, not, not weird I, at all. Yeah, no. I either do something, I don't do it, or I do it. Like yep. the same thing with jujitsu. Like I I like full speed right into mm. it. So um, I actually. So we made some obstacles in my friend's backyard. Um, and then like a week later, found like a charity competition that was, it was like a half hour away. So we decided, we're like, all right, let's do it. So we signed up for it. We did obstacles one time and it was like one obstacle. Um, so we went to this comp and just both looked terrible, but like, we were just like, what else was, yep. we expect that. Yeah. Um, and met someone there and they were talking about how they opened up a gym in Mount Olive. Um, and then I basically applied for the job from that and started working there right away. Oh, perfect. So, yeah, so, and I had a like a long background teaching karate, so I know how to work with kids. So you don't you don't have to be a high-level ninja to teach ninja. Like it's mostly mm. recreational anyway. It's kids just want to have fun. Like I can teach someone how to teach ninja in like 5 minutes. Like it's, it's not that bad, but a uh, teaching is 100% one of the best ways to 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 learn and grow cuz like you have mm. to really understand it. Yeah. Um it's the same way um like when I was teaching karate like going into that teaching makes you learn it's the same thing with competing it's the same way like if you compete it puts like that extra level of pressure like i learned more compete like each comp that i do i've learned so much even compared to like the months of doing jujitsu like it's crazy oh yeah competition in jujitsu i don't know if we want to yeah. segue into jujitsu right now but like comp into jujitsu is ridiculous i've competed once um mm -hmm. and it's they everyone was telling me about the adrenaline dump the adrenaline yeah. dump and i was like you know what okay i believe it but the rounds i was having at pure like at the time the people mm. are going with, they were just battle. So I was like, yeah. oh, I got this, like the adrenaline dump. No. Then when I was there, like the first match I won, but I was breathing as if I had never ran in my life and then really? just decided to run a mile. The adrenaline <laughs> dump was unreal. Yeah, you real. learned about something yourself. you yeah, can relate I, so to? I have, I have really good cardio and I don't run. Like it's just to me, it's not even cardio, it's heart. Mm -hmm. Like I can, I can just outlast people. Five mm -hmm. minutes is not a long time. I no. can go with anyone for five minutes. Um, and even when I was getting ready for the, the men of war, I was not taking breaks in jujitsu either. Like I was specifically like agent would tell the class, like, Hey, like yeah, I remember Jay Cousins yeah. taking breaks. Like if he, if you're rolling with him next, go right into it. So I would roll like half hour straight most of the time. Yeah. So like, and, but literally my first competition and my first competition, I was only training for probably like two months solid. That's dumb. Um, and um I, like, after my first match my i i got an arm bar in like a minute and a half for my first match and i was shot after like it's i'm like i roll for a half hour straight like it shouldn't be a big deal yeah but a minute and a half into a roll i i got an arm bar so i subbed huh. him and i stood up and i was like dude i am exhausted like, yeah. it, it's, it's a lot different and that's what someone told me say, yeah you're adrenaline man and that's interesting it, yeah. dude it dumps it dumps like, yeah. in a way that you're not even expecting mm -hmm. yeah huh. And apparently that goes away and from people that have experienced this like that goes away with competing so you as you yeah, compete more and more you're, you're gonna see that you're fine yeah even the the last one i did like i i feel like finishing i'm more like not tired but just like wound up like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like ready to go yeah. ready to go nice it's like riding awesome. that excitement yeah, exactly. wave yeah yeah 
Same. Or like on a off of like a win, like you're like, yeah, like let's keep going. And off a dub, off a loss, you're like, like I gotta get the next one. Like, yeah, yeah. Started with do, it. do you find yourself kind of doing the same mindset with your competition now as you did with American yeah, Ninja Warrior, so, like saying I'm gonna win? Yeah. Uh, well, so obviously it doesn't always work. Um, yeah. I haven't gotten any medals or anything, but um, so I, I used to watch a lot of UFC. I don't watch UFC that much anymore. I kind of got bored of it. But like Thug Rose is definitely one of my favorite fighters yeah. but walking into the match she, she just keeps repeating i'm the best i'm the best i'm the best yeah. that's what she repeats the whole time so my first comp i just remember repeating like out loud over and over again i'm the best kill everybody nice yes. i don't like i don't care because like i said i'm doing this i'm doing it yeah. full speed and so literally two months into jujitsu um i i had eight matches that day i won so i won two in a row gi and then lost by points two in a row and then i won two in a row no gi and then lost by points two in a row oh no. so like again it, it was my first time competing i've only been doing it for like two months dude that's surprising though. to me i was not happy like i was like yeah. you like, want to win, you wanna win. Like, yeah like, it wasn't enough and i was actually well you can get into this too but refs just seemed to never like me like i don't know why <laughs> um but my last match of the day it literally it was the last match going on at the whole comp it was just me and this other guy and mostly we were fighting standing up and it, there was like a minute left i got a takedown they gave me two points. Um, and then like I'm in his guard and the time runs out. And then when we stand up, my points were gone. And they gave him the decision based on like a draw. They gave hold, him the judge's decision. Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. That's fucking bullshit. Hold on. What what takedown did you hit him with? It was just like a like a sweep, like like a, like a leg trip or something. And like he that. fell on yeah. his ass he, and he's yeah, on, he on fell, his back. And they gave him two points. Like no, they gave me. They gave me two points. They yeah. gave me the points. So so he yeah. didn't like he didn't like turtle roll right away. No, get right he back didn't up. Sweep me. I I took him down, landed in his guard. Yeah. That's, so, and then that's they took it away and they gave it they gave it to him. Shit. So that's one. And the last comp I did, um, I was it was my second nogi match. I so the guy he was pulling guard the whole time. Um, so I didn't get a takedown, but I mounted him twice in the match. But they gave four of my points for Mount to him. So, like, the match ended, and I stood up, and they, she was like, two more minutes. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, two more minutes. And I, she, it's tie. And I was like, no, like, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. And she straight up, she was like, he mounted you at the end. And I was like, no, I mounted him at the end. And she's Man, like, she's like, no, two, two more minutes. And so I'm like, whatever, dude. And I, I beat him anyway. Like, I, and I, like, mounted and bat. Like, I, I beat him by, like, at least 10 points in overtime. Like, I was just annoyed. Um, but like for some reason, refs just don't like me. Like I don't know what it is. Like, dude, at what point though? Like, does like okay? So the ref makes a mistake. But what point does the other guy not just go up to the ref and be like, "Hey, yeah, look, yeah, I, I lost." Yeah, yeah. Like, after dude. the other team, like when I shook the coach's hand, he's like, "I'm sorry, man. Like I don't know what happened." But like I guess it would have been a bigger deal if I lost. But, yeah. Like, like I don't know. Or and maybe he went a little lighter in overtime, knowing that he actually lost. Like I don't know, but still. But you know what? I like your mindset though, because your mindset going into that wasn't oh. Fuck this! It was all right. Fine. No, okay, no, I'm gonna no, beat your ass now. Now I'm gonna, gonna, win, yeah. now I'm gonna fucking embarrass you. I almost got the so it was around Robin, so it was based on points. So a win is less points by like if you get points, win by points, it's less than if you win by submission. So Adrian mm. was like, "This is a blessing. We gotta sub him now." And yeah. I ended up, it, I almost got him at the end, but yeah. I didn't submit him. But like he was like, "Let's do this. Like if we're gonna have to go more, like let's get him." Fuck and yeah. I, I remember standing up and I was like, "I'll win. I'll win two times. Like come on." I, I wish I said, like, give me two more minutes. I'll beat him again. Yeah. That would have yeah. been the best one. But, <laughs> Some savage yeah. shit. Dude, having Adrian in your corner must be a lot of fun. Yeah. He's he's a good he's guy. Great. Yeah, he's, he's great. Fucking... And I, he, he definitely gets me, too. Because uh, I definitely have this, like, this, like, savage mentality. Like, pe people don't get – everyone says they're a savage or, like, a Spartan or, like, they're willing to do whatever. But, like, most people aren't. True. And that's what bothers me. Like, 
if you're not willing to go that like if i see you and you're telling me you're like a beast and you're laying down between rounds like panting i'm like i don't know like i'm gonna take a round off like you're not like you're really not yeah and that's what like i know like i listened to the um the podcast you guys did we talked about the the first comp where aj got choked out yeah yep like i've been so i've been choked out twice now and like obviously i shouldn't do it a lot locked out yeah yeah so i did it once at at pure where i remember because i i just don't respect people's chokes at all like and i you've definitely you had me in a rear naked (laughs) choke once and i remember coughing oh yeah you're like choking me and i'm like coughing and i got out of it and you're like dude (laughs) like i remember you you specifically said like you were in that stripe man because i like got a stripe like the day before i remember that that. yeah so i just don't respect chokes like if i'm just gonna wake now it makes sense yeah whatever (laughs) um but like obviously like i'd probably not get choked out in class like i'm not gonna go out yeah. a lot but i it happened to me once at class where i remember being in someone's triangle and i was like oh like this is actually pretty tight like usually i can just like find my way out of it or like just get my artery open and I was like, oh this is pretty tight like i should probably tap and then all of a sudden i was waking up and i was oh, like oh, at class like, yeah at class no and I was like, oh dang like dude that's crazy yeah you go out real quick like yeah. you can go out real quick no but yeah. i like I, I like what you said too like people like panting I, I get not everyone's in the best shape but no dude if you get fucking tapped especially by someone because usually what happens is what i'm about to say is when you're going with people who are like browns and blacks right, right? yeah and they're fucking your day up right get right the fuck back yeah. up get right in their face dude yep bump slap bump and go and I, I was telling someone about this the other day too but like you'll never see me like leaning on my knees like th- there's a couple ways to look at it like first of all you don't want your opponent to see you at being tired no like no, i'm no. never gonna lean over because they're like oh like this is my chance like, it's the opposite yeah. like i want them to look at me and be like dang like he's, he's, still he's not even tired right yeah. now like yeah I, and, and in the same sense like i can like convince myself i'm not tired yeah like if you if you lean over like you're you feel defeated but if mm-hmm. you stay standing up tall and i like, can't even if like hands over your head's probably okay but, like i'll just stand there like i'll get I'll, as soon as the round's over i'll stand up i'll find the next person or even if i get choked out or if i choke someone out it doesn't matter the second it's over i'm standing up and i'm trying to start that round back over like Fuck i want yeah. the most just out of my round continually yeah, push exactly. your limits yeah. just fucking go man who cares you know if you get if you're gonna get tapped eight fucking times and destroyed yep. eight times at least you fucking went at mm-hmm. it like you know what i mean Fuck it and like also another thing with like the people say they want to you know get after it and don't like morning class at lobo there's two morning classes and there's usually like three or four people there like i get it some people probably can't make it to the morning class but it's seven to eight like most people probably can make it they just don't want to like just wake up a half hour earlier just get there like it's really it's really a mindset thing yeah you know? yeah we have two uh uh morning classes one wednesday and friday yeah. and they're 6 30 and yeah, i've yeah. been to a couple but like i could have gone today but yeah i didn't i slept in and it's like yo sometimes you win sometimes you lose man mm-hmm. like I, honestly yeah, I you felt can't like, make them all no you it. can't make, no but like no but I, I agree with you it's like dude if you're say like the every time that i went to these 6 30 classes it was because the day before not the night before i set my alarm for 5 40 mm-hmm. so i already programmed my mind oh, yeah. and if i didn't get up i was that that's like a failure for the day well, and every time i have it i didn't i don't set an alarm well that's very powerful making a decision the night before yeah. what you're going to do the yeah. next day because that's something that's helped me a lot mm-hmm. of you know if i say i'm going to get up early the night before i'd be like okay i'm waking up at 6 30 or whatever it yep. is and then you magically wake up early because mm-hmm. you made that decision the day before. Okay, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. So, so actually, okay. this morning was the first morning Lobo class I missed because I had work this morning. Oh, right. Like, yes, yeah, so it's, it's the first hey. one I missed. But I don't like I'm I'm so programmed. Like, I don't even set an alarm. I wake up like between five and six every day and just get up and just that's start awesome. my day. What's yeah, your so, so What's your routine look like right now as far as training, nutrition, right, so, the yeah, whole kinda, the whole training plan? Let's 
more go into my like routine leading up to Man of War because with my job right now, it's kind of it's okay. kind of tough. But so going into Man of War, I was training like six six to seven days a week at Lobo. Like I do not believe in overtraining. I don't think overtraining is a thing. Under recovering is a thing. So you can't overtrain. You can under recover. I see that. So if you're doing the if you're doing stuff right, if you're eating right, if you're sleeping eight hours, if you're stretching, if you're doing the ice baths, you can train every day if you train smart. So leading up to Man of War. Um, I think Sundays that just weren't classes. So I was training every other day. Wednesdays, I was training twice a day. And some Fridays, I would train twice a day because it was mornings at Lobo. And I would go find another school that hadn't, like I would go to Pure or I'd go to like drop into random places and do like a night class. Um, so like, again, there's no such thing as overtraining and it, it takes what it takes. Mm -hmm. So my, my diet has been the same since I started Ninja. I eat ground turkey and white rice for lunch every single day. All right. I put taco taco seasoning on the ground turkey, so it's not like just plain down ground yeah, turkey. Yeah, yeah. But um, and like on the weekends, like I'm with my girlfriend, like we'll like eat, go out every once in a while, or, like cook food. But if I cook, maybe for both, splurge and have yeah, a salad. But or most something. Yeah. <laughs> most of the time, if I cook, it's gonna be just like grilled chicken and rice yeah. still though. Which um, nothing wrong with that because that's fucking bang. Yeah. Oh yeah. But ground turkey and rice for the last like five years is what I have for lunch basically every day, no and I'm not even sick of it. Like I'll I'll do it. Constantly. Hey, Fuck it. Um, and then I just eggs for breakfast, but like I like to change up how I'm eating eggs. Like I might have them like on a sandwich, like in a wrap or whatever, but like eggs over like I'm not going to get bagels every day. Like yep. a bagel with cream cheese is like definitely way worse for you than some eggs. Um, and then most of the time I don't eat dinner. Um, I kind of started eating dinner recently because sometimes I'll be like really tired or like I just need a little boost. Um, but most of the time I'll just have like some vegetables, like some cut up like peppers or cucumbers and stuff like that. Um, and I'm just not really hungry later in the day, especially like if I train, um, I'm training till like 730. Like I don't like to eat yeah. that late. Like I go home, I shower and I go to bed. Like um, so that's been pretty consistent. Um, and then the training now I'm going I'm only going like three or four times a week now, which bums. I mean, that's still more than I guess more yeah, than some yeah. people, but it still bums me out because I want to go every day. Um so it, it's really just that you know, job thing is yeah, getting in the way, exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's life, <laughs> like, you know. But I mean, three to four times a week is still fuck. Like, I'm not yeah. trying to like give a compromise, like have you like give a compromise, but three to four times a week is a lot. Like, yeah, that's good. Get You're getting good fucking training. Yeah. But, but I understand from someone with the mentality that you have, mm -hmm. that's not good enough. And you right. know what? That's why you're going to continue to fucking progress at a rapid yeah, yeah. rate. Where do, you, where do you think this mindset of uh, this savage mentality, you think it was something you were born with or something you've built? See, I don't, over the years? I don't know. I don't, I don't think I was born with it. Cause like when I was younger, I did just a bunch of sports. Like I never really cared. It was just like a fun thing to do. Yeah. Like, um, and then I started doing the karate stuff, but I also didn't really care about that. Like it was more like, I, I did enjoy it, but I never, it wasn't like I was training every day mm -hmm. to like win championships i was like i trained a lot when i was younger and then i hit black ball and i more started coaching than training and i was focused on the kids um so it even it, it basically was once i started ninja that i started like doing this oh honestly if i'm sure you guys know david goggins oh when yeah I, yes. I was gonna mention yeah. him before when actually. i started doing yeah. ninja i listened to a david goggins podcast with joe rogan and i've <laughs> since then i'm sure i've listened to it like 10 times yeah and that's it like kind of like sparked something in me where i was like like dude like i'm not doing enough well like, he he says yeah. uh all these all these fucking people online yeah. They, yep. they say, oh, you're overtraining, you're overtraining. He's like, it, it's coming from Excuses. people sitting on the couch. Yeah. Dude, dude, he you, goes, you got to fucking train to overtrain. Oh, fuck yeah. Did you see that video <laughs> where he hard. Went, went to California recently? And he's just running and he has, of course, I think, I don't know if it's wife or girlfriend that's like recording oh, him. Yeah. And he goes, well, couple, he's like, a couple months ago, had a guy hit me up in my DMs. 
said, if you're ever in California, I want to go run with you. He's like, well, I'm in California <laughs> right now and I'm running. He's like, where the fuck are you? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, it was the funniest thing, but it's that like, so it goes to it. Like yeah. you were saying before, people say they want to do something yeah. and then they don't do it. Yep. And Until I'm, the alarm clock goes off. Dude, and we're all, I mean, at one point in our lives mm-hmm. have done that, yeah. right? That's why I, I see where you're going with that question. I like that question because I don't think, I, like you, I think it's something that you've just built. Right? Yeah. I, I don't know yeah. you. This is the first time I meet you. But sure. I can feel like this is something that you've just built because it's definitely a skill that anyone could mm-hmm. acquire yeah. just by going discipline every day. Yeah. When it comes down to it, like literally, I want to be great at something. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I have this desire to be great. And like the only way you're going to be great is putting in the work to be great. Mm-hmm. And another Goggins thing, he says, like, his biggest fear is if he dies, he goes to heaven or whatever you believe in. And there's a dry erase board and it has all these stats about you. And you're like, that's not me. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And the person up there says, no, but that's what you were supposed to do. I am trying to be the absolute best human being I can be. Mm. And if waking up at six o'clock is going to help me do that, then I'm going to wake up at six o'clock. Like, yeah. I haven't drank in it's like almost five years or like four and a half years i haven't drank a drop of alcohol it's because like that's not part of my plan of being my best person got like, it i'm i'm gonna do whatever i can and that's why like 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 not in like a cocky way but i'm definitely better at jujitsu than someone normally is when they've been training for like six months no like, you know, I, like, no no like, yeah. it's and it's because i i'm like fully committed You're like committed. I'm, I'm not i'm not cutting any corners like i'm not going out on Friday nights and then I can't train Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting my eight hours. I'm eating healthy, all that. Good. So it's, Fuck it's yeah. just, I want to be great and I'm not going to stop. Well, I like it. Cause you said you want to be great at something. So you're not, you're not wanting to be great at everything. Oh no, you right? can't be great at everything. Right. So you're, no. you're hyper focusing on jujitsu right now. And that's yeah. what I really like about that mentality because right. that's how you truly become great is you know they say ten thousand hours are the same yeah. thing right yeah for sure so, i wish i started earlier evan always says they wish to start earlier like yeah but but i didn't so i'm gonna make the best out of the situation bro i fucking love that because i i thought the same yeah. thing when i was starting and then someone just said what you said they said fuck it who cares yeah yeah you didn't start but now you're here now that's it yeah love yeah, it no, that's, that's that's powerful and yeah. it goes to show the power of the mindset you know yeah. well it's, it's really everything yeah no it really is everything because um there's no cockiness in what you said in your testament to mm-hmm. saying about six months, dude. You're putting into work. You're gonna fucking reap the rewards. Yeah. Like that's all. So yeah, there's nothing about like you being cocky. But um, no, uh, you were talking about before doing ice baths, right? Yeah. I, I want to get back to that because I have. Do you have like an ice bath machine? No, dude. Those so, are so you, freaking four thousand. I know that. Yeah. I have a big bucket from Tractor Supply, and I buy a bunch of ice. You know, I've okay. seen, I've actually Perfect. seen these things, ice barrels online. Yeah, but that's see? also going to be like a few thousand dollars. Really? Like, at least a couple thousand. Or oh, 8, shit. 000. I didn't realize there was um, that much money. It's like a, a trough, I think it's actually called. It's like for feeding animals. But you yeah, get yeah, a, yeah. I got a, a tractor supply for $100. We have an ice machine at my work. So usually I just fill a cooler with ice, but that's not enough. So I'll stop at shop right on the way home, grab a couple bags of ice, and gotcha. fill it up. Like we took the temperature of the water last time, and it, it was like, I think like, 40 to 45 depending on when yeah. we did it which is fine like the the ones that like joe rogan has gets it's like 35 which i'm sure it does make a difference but i like, think i'm it's not spending gold. four thousand no, no. like i want a sauna my next step my big thing is gonna be a sauna but i'm not buying something i could just get some ice from shop right and do the same actually thing. didn't you but, do i think i saw a picture of you you did one of those uh 
the ones where you sit in. I, I got they're like that eighty thing. bucks on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. it's like, um, yeah, you just it's like, like a little tent. It has a steamer yeah. in it, and I mean, I, it felt good, but I don't know if I really believe. Yeah, that I don't know either. Much. Yeah, saunas are incredible though. That's for I've sure. never been in a real sauna, so no, no. dude, okay. you go in a real sauna and that shit's pumped up to two hundred degrees, and then like I don't know, some people can do it. I mean. I just need. I could do it if I put my mind to it, but sometimes I just I can't breathe anymore. Yeah. I just need to get the fuck the, out. The uh, the hottest one I've ever been in, I think, was like one eighty, dude. Like one sixty five. It was actually it was at a retro fitness, actually in Mount Olive. Okay. But dude, I remember being in a Turkish bath. It's called the Turkish bath. Apparently, I don't know what the difference is between that and a sauna, but it's insanely hot. And I was in there with my friend. And I was like, dude, this sauna is ridiculous. He's like, bro, it's a Turkish bath. I don't give a fuck, man. It <laughs> is hot as shit in here. Well, now uh, they're making. Apparently, there's like now infrared saunas are are easier to do. Like it still gets hot, but you're not like it's not like all steam. Yeah, you know, yeah. Infrared saunas are apparently better. Okay. But I don't know. Actually, so I've only ever been in an infrared sauna. Then okay. I've never been in the uh, steam. Okay. No, I think, no, I think the steam is. I think that's the Turkish yeah. bath. I think, I think gotcha. like yeah. pretty similar benefits, but like a steam one is is hotter yeah like okay. the infrared one doesn't have to be as hot to do the same basically the same thing awesome um going back into jujitsu though yes. and 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 basically on your mindset and this is going to touch into recovery a little bit because i know we're talking about that what type of training like of course when you're training for a competition like mm -hmm. you said before adrian talking about how you're not going to take any breaks yeah. fine 30 minutes that's awesome do you find yourself sometimes taking rounds in which you're maybe not going 110%, not because you're lazy, but because you're going to try something new. Maybe the person's new. You want to try a new move out. You want to put yeah. yourself in a bad position. Or are you always the type that's like, hey, when you're going with me, No, I think there's benefits to both. Because um, like if like sometimes just the only person left is like a like a new guy or a younger white belt or whatever, and I'm not going to smash these guys. Like <laughs> I'm just not going to do that. So I'll probably like – I won't submit them more than once the same way, probably. Like, I'll probably get, like, one to three submissions in, like, different ways in, like, the first couple minutes. And then I'll start putting myself in bad positions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, like enough to show them, like, okay, like, he knows what he's doing. And then I'll, I'll like, put them in mount and, like, sweep them. Or, like, I'll get mount and kind of try and, like, walk them through a sweep. Like, there's – because, again, there's benefits to teaching people stuff. Like, if I have a good, like, guard – retention thing like i'm gonna if i show it a new guy how to do this like it's helping me do it so mm -hmm. there's definitely benefits to to lighter roles but like i i again like i've said like it's all or nothing like i don't understand going there and just having like a light day like mm -hmm. if, no, I'm, no, if no. i'm going to train like i'm getting i'm gonna sweat like mm -hmm. i'm gonna get some good rounds in and stuff like that um i hate sitting out rounds um there's only been twice so far since i've been at lobo that i've had to sit out rounds just because there was i was the odd person out yeah yeah like, yeah. like I'll never just walk away and sit out for a round or anything. I, I even don't even want to take the minute between rounds most of the time. But yeah, you just um, want to go. Yeah, I was. I remember being so bummed. I was standing there and I was like, "Great, like I'm wasting five <laughs> minutes." Like, and it's even seven minutes because the minute before the round, the round, and then the minute after the round, so I'm just standing here for seven minutes. Like, bro, Adrian is a beast when he comes to his uh, timing. He's the very first and only um, instructor with whom we've done an eight minute round at Pure. I remember because I didn't know he did eight minute rounds and he went five minutes for or six minutes let's call it. i think it was five and then the last round he didn't tell anyone shit so i was like, all right got one more round five minutes let's make it happen and all of a sudden me and, and this guy are going after it still and going? i'm like dude <laughs> do i have a minute to sub him and i looked up 
I'm like, <laughs> four <laughs> fucking minutes left? Oh, shit. He goes, what'd you say? I go, dude, there's four fucking minutes left? He goes, motherfucker. <laughs> and it was, I was like, and Adrian, dude, he didn't, it was perfect. Though. That's awesome. If he told yeah. us, you know, everyone would have been like, oh, and oh, been yeah. defeated or rolled light. Yeah. Dude, yeah, it's seriously. Yeah, no, he, it's, it's really smart on this part. So, Adrian, I know you're listening. Good shit, man. Keep that up. Something yeah. on, on that, too. Like, I never look at the clock when I'm rolling. I, I don't care. Like, to okay. me, like, whatever. It's Play five minutes. Bell. Yeah, exactly. Like, now, so actually, the only time I'll ever look at the clock is if I'm in a choke and I'm like, yeah, I'm can like, I get out? I mean, there's probably only like 10 seconds left. Yeah. Like, let's see. And I'll I could not breathe for yeah, 10 yeah, seconds. Yeah, whatever. I go on my breath. Like, <laughs> That's the only time I look at the clock is when I. I roll, I roll with Scott Cooper. Um, He's he's like a purple belt at, at Pure. And every time that he's, we get really good rolls, he's fucking good. And every time, though, he catches me looking at the clock, he just, yeah. and he's on top. He's like, don't look at that fucking yeah. clock. And he'll move me right. around to like, and he's like, um, don't look I at it. If I see someone looking at the clock, I know they're tired. Yeah. I'm just going to push it even harder. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's not my fault you, you know, don't want to roll for five minutes straight. No, like, dude. And it, it yeah. bothers me too if someone, like, if someone gets subbed or they sub, whatever, if, if it's like between rounds and someone, like, takes their sweet time getting up to start over again like we don't we only have five minutes like no roll with me for the roll, five minutes roll, yeah. roll, i remember roll. one time i had someone tap just because they were tired and i was like oh, oh they tapped from yeah. pressure I, no not I, oh. I think like i think they were like in my guard like it wasn't even i wasn't like slamming them or anything they're just like oh, i like i like i need a minute and i was like all right dude like, all right. i thought about going over and getting a jump rope and just jumping right <laughs> <over there. laughs> i should Yo, have done it you're savage yeah. it's fucking sick Oh man, how about how about this though? Let's have some fun with jujitsu. How about when someone's got you in a sub? I don't know if this has ever happened to you, and you, and they're fucking getting the armbar, and you feel like, all right, I'm out there, and you tap, and then all of a sudden you hear beep, and you're uh, like, fuck oh, my man. life, dude. Well, so that's the thing. So if I'm close to a sub, if I'm close to getting submitted, that's what the only time I look at a yeah, so, but yeah. like, but I'm all, again, I've I said it, I just don't respect submissions either. Like I definitely tap late, even to arm bars and stuff like that. So it's it's usually not doesn't happen where I'm it's right by the bell and then I tap because usually I'll like just last it out a little yeah, longer. Yeah. And stuff the like the that. only thing I will I will tap prematurely and by prematurely I mean very quickly is yes, heel hooks. Yep. I'm not, I'm trying to walk in no way, day, bro. Those are I, painful. I'm yeah. literally probably the most stubborn person about tapping. But the second anyone is even close to my heel, I'm yeah, like, you have it. You yeah. can feel it too. You feel yeah. the pressure. You feel your knee about to pop out. You're like, all right, man. I can't. I, I don't have. I have this plan. I can't have this plan if I can't walk. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. If I get yeah. choked out, I'm just gonna wake up in a few minutes. Like, yeah. if I, you know, my leg doesn't work anymore. I can't train. So. Tap, tap, just write down. Learn how to heel hook. Yeah, <laughs> yo, dude, heel hooks are fucking. So hard. I, I like take pride in the fact that I don't get submitted by white belts. But the last two times I've been submitted by white belts, it's been the same guy, and he's gotten me in straight ankle locks. Like I know yeah. it's not even a heel look, but I just, I just, I just don't think of it. But like that's the last two times I was submitted by white belts was, uh, was a straight ankle lock. Dude, so that that's another thing too. Um, in jujitsu, that you find yourself when you get submitted by someone that you're technically more experienced mm -hmm. on, and they're a lower belt than you, and it happens all the time. Like to every, like I mean, all the yeah. time. Like in jujitsu, that's a thing, bro. But. It's so funny though, like because you, you said you take pride in not getting tapped by white belts. Yeah. But when it does happen, like it's a good thing. It's showing that you yeah. can defend your your game. However, when it does happen, right? At first, I don't know how bad it is for you, but for me, at first, I'm just like, dude, for real. But then I'm like, you know what? They did everything correctly, yeah. and now I learned mm -hmm. because. But you have to check the ego. But at the same time, it's like, fuck. yeah, I don't even remember the kid's name, but he's the same person that tapped me the last two times. And before that, it's like months ago and it was gino like the day before he got his blue belt yeah right. like gino, yeah gino, gino so like i like belt, i like really memorize it every time i remember once actually at pure after i was training at lobo i was in a triangle 
of a white belt. And I was like, no way. Yeah, yeah. I put him hmm. in like a, the Gracie choke. While I was in a triangle, I choked him out with his beat. Like I got his collar and did oh, like no the choke while I was in a triangle. He like he he tapped, let go, and stood up. And I've never <laughs> seen someone this angry in, his, in my life. Dude, oh, well, yeah, because beautiful. like, dude, like sometimes when you that, that's fucking sick. Sometimes when you get like surprised, bro, it's just like you're you're not angry that the dude yeah. tapped you. You're just angry that you're like, dude, come on, I was doing like today. I was mm-hmm. I had a role, and this kid's a beast. And me and him, we go to war, and um, I hit Tani Atoshi on him, right? So I did mm-hmm. like a slide tackle sweep. Finally got his ass down. He rolls over his side. I'm going. I'm working the Kamor, working the Kamor, working the Kamor. And he set me up. I didn't know he mm. set me up. I do the – you know how you have to go down and over yeah. to get the Kamor? He all of a sudden – I didn't know that once someone gets to their back, let go. Because then all of a sudden, next thing I knew, he's he he he, he like rolls with me, gets up in the arm, and then he starts to get me an arm bar. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, dude. Oh, and then shit. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to tap. And then it was going, and I was like, all right, you got yeah. it, bro. Like, yeah. Good job. But it's like, fuck. The arm bars, I'll tap to very quick. Yeah, there's yeah. been a few times where my arm hurt for like a couple weeks from just tapping a little late to an arm bar, or like yeah. I don't respect like Americanas or like like Camoras. Like yeah. I'll like I've had people literally been like, dude, like I I just stopped because you weren't tapping. Like I'll literally be in a show of luck for a while. Yeah, I, yeah, that I've I've had that happen before where I had the dude and had his back and I was just choking him out with a traditional gi choke from yeah. the back and like I had it. I everything was in mm-hmm. and his face is turning red and this was after <laughs> yeah. this was. After the class is over, he's like, do you want to roll? He's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And literally, this kid's face is turning red. And I'm like, okay. And I just let go. And I'm like, hey. And then we just like rolled. And I was like, all right. All right. Maybe I shouldn't have let go. But yeah. I, no, no. That's always a funny thing because I, I'm like, I'm kind of like you. I mean, obviously, I'm a lot uh, less experienced. But um, to where I'll, I'll tap like at the last second. Like yeah. if only if I'm only going to tap if it's like really fucking in there. Yeah. So we're like, shit. Yep. All right. I can't yeah, get out sure. of this. But I'll kind of play like mental games in my head of like, mm-hmm. okay, this is really tight right now, but let me just breathe for like 10 times or yeah, like just yeah. try to stay or, in it or I'm just in stay in it as long as I can. I'll like, I'll just like wiggle like a little yeah. each way and like, and then sooner or later, sometimes there's like a slip up where I can like roll over and get out of it or something. Like so, and then, but like I'm not tapping as soon as someone has my arm. No, you right? have to be a yeah. son of a bitch. In the same in sense, like if if I have someone in an arm bar, I apply it like super slow. Yeah, like, I'm no, never, yeah. you're not gonna yank it because you don't want to fucking be the asshole no. who like breaks someone's arm. And then, well, like, dude, I told you that one day. Uh, oh, with one, the flying kids, a yeah. flying arm bar on. Like me. my elbow hurt for like a week. Right, because like I'm, I thought I'm, he broke I'm an, it. That I'm an day. athlete. Like I'm sure I could pull off some flying stuff. Like yeah. I, I could fly through the air, but I never try it because I don't like. There's no slow at, on a no, flying armbar. There so is I'm, no. I'm slow not trying to flying armbar like random white belts. First of all, like it wouldn't probably wouldn't be fun for them. It wouldn't be fun for me if I'm falling on my head anyway. But like, it why bother? Like, what? Well, here's the thing. Even in a competition, like, hey, fuck it. If you want to go for it, go mm. for it. You you could do anything you put your mind to. But how high of a percentage is a flying right. armbar? And, and yeah. I don't even think it's legal in white belt anyway. Like, dude, so many things aren't. Yeah. If you're talking about IBJJF standards, you the I get, only thing I get you, so annoyed at those things. You can't even leg lock. Yeah. Like, no, no, no legs. There's no leg involvement. And I can yeah. only do ankle locks as a blue belt. So, I can't even fucking do uh, heel hooks or knee bars. When mm-hmm. I competed at Men of War, I competed blue belt. So I was like, cool, like let's like I got more rules now. But like nice. it didn't, didn't work out anyway. But huh. um, but yeah, I, I I feel like I am like boxed in by the rules of a white belt. But then also like 
blue belt it's higher level so you're not going to pull off this crazy stuff anyway so yeah like, well it, yeah like i mean some of it's crazy like my favorite move is a bicep slicer i just love hitting it because i love having someone almost in an arm bar and they're holding on they, yeah. they feel safe and then i just throw my leg through and, and hit the figure four and and I i've tapped so many people at lobo with uh with the bicep slicer and they're like what was that like oh like, i can show you later like, yeah i just nice. love it because no one sees it coming they think they're safe from the arm bar and all of a sudden they're getting tapped with something else but no comp i've ever done yet is it's I allowed yeah oh, I, mean, I, I don't yeah. even think so i, I don't know for men of war no no absolutely not because if a calf slicer is not if they're always to brown they're belt always boxed yeah so you can't even do it till yeah. you're brown belt dude yeah but like i also Fuck. have not been in the situation where i've needed to do it anyway no absolutely so. and, and i get where they're coming from like like i don't like the rule i get where they're coming from like they're you and your like i said when you're competing in that adrenaline dump you don't know how like people yeah. if you have a heel hook even if you have two white belts, you know how to heel hook. Someone's fucking leg is yeah. blown. Or right? someone's like, stubborn like me and doesn't want to yeah, tap. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're not walking. But at the same time, I don't like the rule because it's like, why limit someone? Yeah. Well, that's why at class, that's why I love that. Like places like Pure and places like Lobo. Don't put those rules no. where if you're a fucking white. No, you're a white belt, fucking work your leg. Long, no, and so actually, I got, work your bicep I got heel hooked by someone like a couple weeks ago in the morning. He's like a like a big blue belt. Like he had weight on me and a blue belt. Um, and so he heel hooked me. And then like a couple minutes later, I hit him with a bicep slice and he like went to tap and then stopped. And he was like, was that legal? And then like tapped. I'm like, what you, you hooked me a minute ago. Yeah, like, like, what are you going to talk trash at me hitting you with funny. the bicep yeah. slice? Like, what are you Is that legal? Like, Dude. That, literally like stopped mid tap. Yeah. Asked, Wait, me hold on. Was, asked if it was legal. Adrian's like a foot away. And then he taps and Adrian's like, uh, technically, I don't like, it's, there's yeah. no rule set. There's no rule. Yeah. Dude, there's yeah. like, I don't, here's the only rule when you're training. Don't hurt your training partner. Yeah. Other than that, everything else is fucking legal. Dude. I'm not like, cranking this. Yeah, thing, but like exactly. I have him in a, I have him in a submission. So tap to the submission. Don't ask me if it's legal. Yeah, yeah. no, dude. Oh, you reposted Kevon's. I, I love how I asked. You. I forgot tap. that the ghost tapping. Yeah. I didn't. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, obviously. Well, jokes come from the truth. I didn't know that was a thing. The ghost tap. Yeah, apparently. So they called it. Uh, he called it a Brazilian tap, but it's basically a ghost tap. Yeah, you explain. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's like it's like doing like a little light tap oh, and then the, per and the person like starts to let go and then you act like you didn't tap oh, so if you you shit. if you look up on youtube you can probably find like the top five ghost taps like in mma like it happens in like professional fighting uh -huh. like it's a thing but like I, like i don't i don't even like to tap actually like i'm right, not gonna right. fake tap like, yeah, yeah no, but it, it's a thing yeah yeah it's kind of like a back end kind of move yeah. man oh, it's, for a sure. little, yeah, it's a cheat yeah. you're cheating dude. I think you it's lost. Cheating. if you lost you lost that's mm -hmm. it or uh, if you're if you're in a competition go to sleep that's yeah. it right that's it like fuck which, it. again probably isn't the smartest move but yeah no I it's definitely it not i won't it. lie but fuck it if you're gonna go that way go that way don't change it now um yeah. what's it called I don't know, but I mean that there, there's like scientific things that if you go to sleep too much, that that's. I, I was actually curious about that. I've so only so done maybe it's, it's not something. a good. Yeah. Maybe it's not a good thing, but. Well, I, I mean, let's, we don't let's, recommend. Let's, let's yeah, yeah. About, we'll talk about the the um, men of war thing. So that I I went out at the men of war, but it, that was the best experience of my life. It was amazing. So, um, basically. They were looking for a 150 blue belt and adrian was like i have a 155 white belt who's ready to go and they were like all right let's take it um so i've been I, at this point was training for like six months and this guy has been training i think it was like three years over three years but like i, I was in this and i went into it i was gonna win that match like yeah. that, it was my plan i'm going in i went i was training six days a week um and it was it was such an amazing experience, even with the loss, like just walking out, you do the walkout songs, like you do a face off. It was amazing. That's cool. Um, and going into it, I knew. Um, so the only reason I was like, I might tap 
was because my girlfriend was there, like I going into it, but I didn't want to have a conversation with myself. Like, will I tap? Mm -hmm. Because then it's putting it in my head mm -hmm. that I could be losing. Um, but like it was, it was pretty, he hit me with an arm triangle, which I didn't respect arm triangles at all. So like, whatever, I'll just get out of it in a couple seconds. And then it's, it's getting tight. And I was like, dang, like, I was like, all right, like, I guess I'm going out. And then I, I woke up, like, they're like lifting my legs. And I'm like, all right, like in front of like a couple hundred people, like, I don't regret it. Like, I'm still glad I didn't tap, but like, I'm also glad, like, if it was an arm bar, I don't know. Like, if it was a, like a actual lock, I don't know if I would have tapped. So like, luckily I just fell asleep instead of yeah. like breaking it. Breaking them, dude. But, it was it was an experience dude that's that's that's, that's yeah. savage but hold on a second um the what was i gonna ask what is it like to compete or train when your girlfriends because there's a lot of psychological like you're the man you're the protector yeah. and you don't want to get beat no but like yeah happens. no no but like yeah. what was that mindset so that was it like at the men of war i i was more like i don't care about her seeing me lose she, I'm sure she would prefer I tap. Yeah, you know, like, absolutely. I, it wasn't about her seeing me lose, but like that was my one opportunity, right? Like, like n no one, who else would do that? Like, I, I've been training for six months. This guy's been training for three years. Like, who else is taking this match? Like, in front of all these people? Like, yeah. I, like it was my one shot, and I, I was gonna do whatever it took, and I knew I was gonna do whatever it took. I'm surprised more people didn't go out at that event. Like, yeah, this is your shot. Like, you, like I want to be great, and if being great, I'm gonna get choked out every once in a while. Whatever. Bro, I love so that. that. I love was, that. Yeah, that was the one. That was when I thought, like, you know, I, I definitely wasn't gonna tap to that. But like in training, like. I only went out the one time in training. I won't do it all the time. Like, you know, obviously mm -hmm. it's not something someone has to do all the time. But if she, if she's there, it's like every once in a while, like I'll hit a cool move and I'll like look at her <laughs> and she'll, she'll like laugh and then yeah, that's yeah. it. Like it, it doesn't it doesn't affect me like at all that she's nice. there. Um, she even like if if I get hit with something, I'll look at her too. Like either way. I remember once I, I tried to call it one time I've ever tried. I did a cartwheel pass at Lobo and I like. I pushed the guy, he rolled back, and I did this beautiful cartwheel over and landed in a rear naked choke in like with my hooks in. I, I don't know how it happened. It was just yeah. beautiful. And like everyone, like the people next to me were like, oh, I can't believe I just saw that. Like I looked up <laughs> my girlfriend, like she was like, okay. Um, like I'll never hit it again, but like I think I'm like more motivated to do cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, cool. yeah. Like, that's cool. And like I'm not I'm not trying to cartwheel all the time, but it's just like the one time I tried to hit it and I like I just walk away from it. But like I don't think I would have tried it if she wasn't there. It was just like like watch this and like, yeah, hey babe, people. watch this. Yeah. And then, then she like she doesn't come a lot just because like we have the dogs and stuff like that. But when she's there, it is it is just fun. It's like she likes to support what I do and all that stuff. So that's important. Me. That's no, huge. Sure. No, I'm pretty lucky. It like, especially like leading up to the men of war when I, I was trained. So basically at that point I was running summer camp. Like that was what my job was. So I would get to work at like seven. I'd work till like four. I'd go home just enough time to like let the dogs out, eat, and then I'd go to Lobo for like a couple hours or go to another place. Like there was like no time for her during that. And she, like the fact that she supported me so much through that. And, yeah. and even like if she wasn't there, I wouldn't have been able to train that much because I would have had to stay home with the dogs and stuff like that. But she was like, she's like, no, like I'll take them out. Like you're good. Like go train and stuff like that. Like, it, it is amazing Fuck. having that supporting person. Yeah, no, no, I awesome. definitely don't think I've been supported like this like ever. And I mean, even like, segueing off that like adrian like is such a supportive coach like so i i yes, when i was at pure like i loved pure i i really like that you can do two classes in a row i like that you can get all these different roles and stuff like that but like the coaches didn't know who i was like i really liked when i went to lobo like it's starting from a small school like he knows every person mm -hmm. like really well which obviously like 
he's starting small. Like you can do that. Like when it grows, it's going to be a little different, but like the Adrian is, is hands down the most supportive coach that I've ever had. Like he, he gets it and he sees that I'm, I'm wired this way where I just need to go for it. And he, mm-hmm. he's really good at, you know, he pushes me when I, I need to be pushed. He like, when I was last weekend, when I competed, I was like super in my head for the first like match or two. And he like knew the right things to say to get me out of it and stuff like that. He's definitely, He's like, and I, again, I love all the coaches that at Pure. I'm sure they're all great. Oh, like no, they're Keyboard great. Yeah. Andy, like, everyone's all great. Amazing. Um, but I just like clicked with Adrian in this way that it's, he's just like, like, I know that my future in Jiu Jitsu is with him. And that's oh, why that's I made awesome. the switch from Pure uh, to Lobo, just because like we clicked well. Like, yeah. I get it. Fuck yeah. You know, hey, it's man, great. it's great that you found that. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I yeah, love Adrian. listening I love to Adrian. Uh, Adrian coaching. Like yeah. at, like on the mat, uh, like at the at the competitions, mm-hmm. like he oh, starts yeah. yelling. Yeah. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. And it's not like, I remember when I used to compete in karate, like I, you can't hear anything people are saying off yeah. the mat. Like, but like I, I know in jujitsu, he was, he coached me in things and I did them. Like I remember I heard him say things mm-hmm. and I did them and it worked. Like he, he has such an understanding, like such an understanding for like the tiny little micro aspects of jujitsu that like and you're in any position, he knows what you can do to get better, like yeah. in a better position. Like it yeah. might not work every time. Cause like sometimes the other person just has it, you know, has you stuck, mm-hmm. but like he knows the little things that are going to get you in the right spot. Like his, I really think his coach, like amazing coaching for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, that just goes to show how important a, a uh, good coach and a good teacher is in whatever yeah. you're doing, right. you know, and something you can click with and get along with and things like that. Mm-hmm. And all, I mean, I don't want to take away from Colleen too. Colleen is amazing also because she, she coached a class the other day. Adrian was like under the weather. And I, I, I mean, learned just as much from her class. I, her class yeah, was great. Colleen's and, great. And she uh, like, when Adrian's on two mats at a time, like Adrian's on one, Colleen's on the other. Like Colleen knows it all too. Like mm-hmm. she's great. No, know? Colleen is yeah. is a tough, very, very, very and tough. She's she, very technical. And because I don't like, because I'm definitely most of the time stronger than the people I roll with. Mm-hmm. So like when I roll with girls, like I don't want to base it off being strong. Like I don't want to do I, technique. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but even like with Colleen, like she'll like hit me with the same sweeps every time and I, i'll know it's coming and i'll like defend it once to be like ha and that's will hit me like 30 seconds later i'm like oh like, yeah like colleen can throw me around like for yeah, sure colleen, like, colleen's really, really fucking good colleen and um colleen from from lobo and ashley from pure yeah i never the two. with ashley oh no but they're like they're like really good friends but they're I i'm not commenting on their like skill wise mm-hmm. or like game wise because to be honest i don't know but they're just savages they're, they're like really good girls to go with because yeah they're really fucking good yeah you yeah, know that's cool um you have on your shirt discomfort develops discipline yeah man uh, yeah man so, one of my favorite sayings is like discipline equals freedom jocko says that yeah and yeah. something very similar it's, to that. i mean you have to be just you have to be uncomfortable like it's yeah. just you're never gonna grow if you're going with the grain you know if you're if you're going downstream all the time you're not you're not getting better you have to be uncomfortable like no one wants to wake up at 6 a.m and go train but that discomfort is gonna it's gonna be what brings you to the next level actually um not not jocko who's the other cam haynes so yeah cam haynes had a story once i remember every single day he was running up a mountain um and he's like he was talking about how like someone was supposed to run with him and he called them like that morning it was like oh it's raining like he's like i'm gonna sit out this one and cam haynes was like it happens just doesn't happen to me and this that <laughs> yeah, was one of the most true. amazing like little one-liners i've ever heard like, oh, eh, like you read happens, this book and dirt just doesn't happen to me i have not actually read the, if you yeah. like cam haynes read that book and dirt i've read it yeah. it is unreal that guy runs literally 20 miles he runs a, day. a marathon a day yeah, yeah he does it's, it's unreal um 
he talks about running up hills on mountains and carrying rocks just to move it, and he'll just go back and yep. forth. He um, see that's it, mental strength. There's, yeah, oh, but that's, it, that's, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Me- literally mental. The the discomfort. He's putting himself in literally situations that would suck. Yep. That you don't even. He doesn't need to do any of that, but you want to know what he does because that's mm-hmm. what shaped him into the man he is. It, all right, there's this. I know I'm just a book of quotes, but this other quote I heard. Um, someone said. Uh, most people stop when they feel the pain, but I'm doing this to feel the pain. Like this is the kind of people uh, I'm looking for. Like so, I don't I don't really train engine anymore. But when I was doing it, we would put these gross training sessions together. Like we would come out of it like barely able to move. But like that's what you're doing it for. Like I'm doing it to I'm, I have to feel this. Like yeah. if you don't feel it, you're not growing. Yeah, like, no. If for sure. I'm like literally most like most sure. people go for a run, like it starts to hurt. Like all right, like I should stop now. But like that's when I start. Like it starts mm. to hurt. Like that's when I know I'm going. Muhammad Ali, you know, you always just say he never. It was Muhammad or Bruce Lee. I think it was Muhammad. He only started to count after it started to burn. Yeah, no, that's it. Really, you know, I think it was like Muhammad, if the but... if the reps, if you don't feel them, you're not growing. Sure. And I, I tell the kids that I coach, I tell them all the time: if it's easy, you're not improving. Like if you do one pull up, like if it was easy, like you're not, you're no, not getting stronger. Really and I try to get the like the mindset stuff to these kids. It's hard. Like they're young. I yeah. get it. Like they just want to go play and have fun. But like I do the workouts for these kids, and they see me doing them, and they think I was just born in this final this form that I'm in right now. Yeah. I'm like, dude, it's not easy for me. And I was exactly where you were ten, mm-hmm. you know, ten, twenty years. I was, I was. Doing doing this too like people they don't get it it's a great lie that humanity tells itself and i'm uh that you people are born with shit too you could just acquire anything yeah literally anything and so i don't like mcgregor but the i I like a lot of things he says when he's not being mcgregor um but he talks about like if if you put your full effort towards anything you can succeed you just have to put your full effort to it you can succeed at literally anything in the world if you put all of your effort to it oh absolutely no, Roger, Roger that, yeah. Yeah, you, you don't like about uh, all the other stuff where he throws dollies through no, the box. I, mean, I liked him when he kidding. first started. Yeah, yeah, no. And then, I mean, and then I stopped watching UFC for a while and then started again. And it's just like, he's just annoying. Dude, he's it, a gimmick. It, it, no, he's yeah. making the money off it, but like, I completely agree. He's like, a genius. He no, is. oh, yeah. he's, he's a marketing yeah. genius, but he's also an asshole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> two can go hand in hand. But that's a great quote. Uh, no, I was just being a little, I was, I was joking around. But yeah, yeah. yeah, fucking, that's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, I get, I get you. The funny thing is, too, with teaching, teaching kids probably is so much harder because, like you said, they don't, yeah. they don't necessarily, not that they, they don't, don't want to be there, they don't understand the the effort they need to put in. Not all of them, maybe. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, I do some private lessons with kids, and like those, like some kids know, like some kids get it, and they're they're trying to improve. Like, I, like basically last year, I did a few private lessons with kids. Like they were a little too advanced for like the class, but wanted you know still wanted to train and they did private lessons and they knew like they knew if it hurt they knew to do more but then i had other kids who were coming in and doing bare minimum and they're like trying to figure out why they're not as good as the kids doing the private lessons well, like it, you get what you put into it you do that's it i agree 100 percent. One thousand. you get what you put in and it's also it's you versus you every yep, day every right? time yeah yeah, so that's and, important. And, yeah, expand on that. Expand on that for our listeners. You, you versus you. Versus you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they say comparison is the thief of joy, and I think that's so true because if you're always comparing yourself to, oh, well, that guy's got this, I don't have that. Who am I? What's he have that I don't, I don't have? And it's like, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> you know what? What can yeah. you do today? I don't. I don't compare to myself better. to other people, but I compare myself to like what I expect for myself. Yes, so that's what. Like, I'll go in like. And again, I won't. I didn't win my first tournament. I was so annoyed at myself. I was yep. like total failure. And that again goes with like 
it's pos- like fully one spectrum or the other. I'm either yeah. doing amazing or terrible. So like I, I did literally two months in, I didn't win my first tournament and I was like, I'm terrible at this, you yeah. know, but, <laughs> but like, that's you but comparing, I'm not comparing yourself to you. Yeah, exactly. I'm not comparing myself to the guy that won. Yeah. I'm comparing myself to what I wanted, like what I expected of myself. Yeah, you know? absolutely. No, I hey, love man. That. hey, if you, yeah, it's, it's like a catch 22 though, too, because obviously you're two months in, Hey man, if you didn't win, okay. But at the same it's time, a it's, it's a learning experience. You're not going to accept that. And who knows now your next competition, exactly. probably win it podium. I'm in it. Or I'm go ready. in there and be like, fuck it, I'm going to win this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Kill. Uh, I'm the best kill everybody. Just over yeah. and over again. I'm yeah. the best kill everybody. That's that's a hell of a uh, – it's, that's the mindset to have every day. Dude, imagine though. Imagine like the first kid bringing his parents to a thing and the parents like, I don't know about this jujitsu, Johnny. And it's like, mom, everyone's fucking normal here. Yeah. And then you have Jay yeah. Cuts going like, kill I'm the best kill everybody. When I got yeah. choked out at Lobo for the first time, there was someone trying to class for the first time. And Adrian turned to them and was like, this doesn't happen all the time. Like, <laughs> I'm funny. just different. Like, like you funny. can't so, compare to me and if you're the, like showing someone their first class. <laughs> The kid goes home. Yeah, mom. Yeah, my coach. Yeah, he said I'm the best. He said to kill everybody. Kill everybody. Yeah, <laughs> and then this guy was pa- he was passed out 30 seconds later. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I fucking love it. Well, oh. that's the coolest thing about jujitsu is like it, it's such a weird. It's like a weird thing because you can go choke everybody out and then you get up and you're like best friends. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know sure. what I mean. I agree. And you could be like in a nasty choke, like you just said. It's like a simulation. You're like basically simulating murder. Yeah. You could be like in a nasty chokehold where this person's like want everything to just basically essentially kill you, and then you get up when the when the bell rings and you're like, oh man, that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> so, That's fucking crazy. Um, it's an insane sport. But speaking of simulation, you have in your bio on Instagram. I saw Is before it? coming yeah. here. So I didn't know. I didn't know simulation. if you heard me say that once or if you did. You got yeah. It. So all right, it's kind of complicated, but I'm gonna give you my 100 percent my view on life okay. right, and like God and everything. So. Um, I had a, a psychology professor in college. I went for like, I didn't get a degree. I just went for a little bit. I got, I went to a psychology class and he said, you're crazy if you don't think there's a higher power controlling your life, but you're crazier if you don't think that higher power is you. Right. Oh, so it's just something to think about. Yeah. So I, I've always loved that quote and it's just, it kind of branched off of that. So my view, huh. I think that we're all God, like we're all the enlightened person. Right. And then we like, we need to live all of these experiences. So like, this is just this very, like I'm in this life right now, right? right? My next one could be you, or I could be, I could be someone a hundred years ago. Like the time is just relative, right? So I could be living this lifetime now, but I need to experience all the lifetimes on this planet to get to my fully, like to get to my final enlightened form, right? Because once I've lived all the experiences, I've learned everything I have to, then I, I kind of made it, right? So in, in that sense, like, I do believe that this is all a simulation. Like none of none of this is real because I'm just living this life to gain the experiences from it, right? Um, so, uh, and when you really look at life that way, like I, if I'm going to live your life too, then why should I be a dick to you, right? Like yeah. I should, like, I should treat everyone like I'd want to be treated because I'm kind of treating like it, it is me too, right? Um, so basically, once you're once you've lived all the lives on the whole planet, then you're your enlightened self. So I love like, that. But you, so you, um, the way it was explained to me after I already thought it, like there's a video on YouTube called The Egg. I don't know why it's called that. Um, but that's like after I already felt this way, someone sent me this video. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Um, but the way it was explained to me, like, so 
I was technically like Hitler, but I was technically all the people that he killed. Like, so you, you've lived all these experiences, right? Just, just to, because like you have to experience highs and lows to, to know what life really is. Mm -hmm. Like it's like, you wouldn't um, appreciate the sunny days without the rain. 100%. So I'm just, I'm just trying to get these experiences and that's why like, you can't take it too serious. Right. Like, yeah. Um, and I'm sure sometimes I do take it too serious, but like, it, like we all make it, we don't make it out of this alive. None of us. Like, mm -hmm. and I don't, that's why I also don't think I'm not scared of dying. Like that doesn't mean I'm not trying to do everything I can to live. Like I want to live because I like, I love this life. I'm going to keep yeah. going, but like death isn't the end to me. So like, why should we be afraid of something that's somewhere far down the road? And like, it's, it's got, it's going to happen. So why should we be like dwelling on it? Like, you know, and I'm going to, the, the life I'm living, like what I treat myself as the best person I can be, like, I'm going to be here for a while. So like, why should I be worried about this? And when I die, I'm just going to live the next life anyway. So like, you know, why worry about it? hundred percent. I love that. No, I love all of that. That was yeah. really like, that's powerful. powerful. Yeah. That was deep. And that's just, like, literally, I try to explain this to people sometimes and they're like, all right, whatever. Like, I remember I told someone the story once and every time they see me now, they're like, they're like you still think you're everybody? Like, so <laughs> that's what, yeah. that's what, so that almost pisses me off that they would say that. Um, not that it pisses no, me I'm off. No, I'm just joking. They're too. just joking they're around. But at the same time, like you're in a good room for having this conversation because yeah. I, I think Joe, you as well. Yeah, absolutely. I vibe on all that stuff mm -hmm. that you're talking about right now, and like the how everything's connected and how all of us are connected. Yeah. And I, that's what I believe too, is that we all, we all have a little piece of God in ourselves. Yeah. Um, we are the universe, basically. Like we're all like basically yeah. an organism. Like. Yep. Yeah. I like that too. Um. Fuck, my friend has a really good quote, really good quote that he got from his brother. It was about dying and not being afraid of it. He goes, who knows what's after death, but no one's ever come back and complained. There you go. And it's like, wow. yeah, it's really, I stole that. That's Corey right there. Corey, if yeah. you're listening. I like that a lot. Yeah, you guys believe in ghosts? That's oh, 1,000 No way. Get Fuck out yeah, of here. dude. Like you spirits. Ghosts? No, spirits I don't believe in ghosts. Spirits. I'm not I'm talking gonna, about the who. I know, like but I can't, I can't become a ghost because I'm going to come back as the next person. Uh, unless the energy, here's how I, uh, I'll, I'll play devil's mm -hmm. advocate. The, cause matter cannot be created nor destroyed, right? right? That's how we're all eternal, right? Um, what if in the mix of going into your next life, there's something that you haven't gotten over in this life and that's why you stay around and you have that spirit and energy. True, but then you're not meant to get over it in this life. That's the part of the experience of this life is and, that. And maybe a lot of the ghosts in that case probably, well, the reason I get ghosts. Yeah, yeah, ghosts, they yeah. are, man. Well, maybe the ghost is you. Oh. Right? Okay. The future you or. I, I mean, but I don't you're, think. You're my, talking about. I don't think my energy yeah. just floats around between lives, though. I think I'll just go to the next one. No, actually, so. I guess I could, there could I, be a middle ground, but I don't think like what, I'm going to go there and like knock over a plant. Like, you no, know. I don't, I don't know. I don't believe in Dude, that. Dude, that would be funny though. Like you just start fucking no, with people. But, start real. but I, I believe, I, I believe in things that I have proof about. Like, yeah. You know? Well, no, no, no. Okay. So, okay. So, cause I believe in afterlife, right? Mm -hmm. Um, now, do I have any proof that an afterlife exists? No, but I have a faith. And that's where mm -hmm. it comes into like a lot of like either religious people and atheists. No one actually has the answer, no. right? It's just a faith and a belief. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think there's more to it. Like the more that I'm living, like I believe in a God. But I also believe like you guys say there's God created us, right? Mm -hmm. So if God created us, like you said, there's God within us. There mm -hmm. has to be. Yeah. But we just have to tap into that power. I believe that 100%. And yeah, um, there's a lot of people, documentaries or 
I would, I would, I bet you, you could find if you had a room full of a stadium, giant stadium, and you spoke to people, there's people that are going to be like experiences of living past lives. Mm -hmm. And, and they're not fucking crazy, dude. They, yeah. there's something to it. You never know. I mean, even stuff like deja vu, like it's crazy. Like how are you living a moment and you like, right. have lived it before? Dude, like, dude. Well, that's why I believe everything happens all at the same time. Yeah. Past, present, yeah. future yeah. is all happening exactly. at the same time. And it's not linear. It's all just intertwined. And I, th I think I read that I agree. Like, yeah. your body's accidentally processes like short-term memory as a long-term memory. And like that's how deja vu happens, I think. But okay. also I kind of think that you died and started over at a checkpoint. Yeah, you know, something like you know, something oh, like, crazy like that. Fuck, you, you like just a started over game. at a save moment. Yeah. No, like, like, because it's a simulation. Dude, it's not real. So, like, you weren't done yeah. yet. Something happened. You got to rewind. Dude, my going. roommate was not my current roommate. My old roommate, a good friend of mine, was telling me about that, and I just can't fucking buy it because, like, the the how it's short term memory. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I can't buy that. Why? Yeah. Because when I had a dream in college, remember I had a dream, okay? And in this dream, I was sitting in someone's room in the front house with three specific fucking people talking about a specific conversation and then it happened two days later that yeah. was not me and then and then he was uh my for one of my friends like, oh i've had that happen to me before sorry dude like that's not like short-term memory and long-term yeah. memory that's why i believe that it's something like now whether you're dying yeah, inside a really point no but i mean hey yeah. anything's possible i think maybe it's like you said time is is yeah. a circle we, so you have a relative, glitch and yeah. hiccup I think Interstellar is a documentary. People say it's a I've movie. I've never seen it. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, well, that's Shit not, like that is a documentary well, in my book. That's what you were talking about, the ghost. So if you're going to watch it, I won't ruin it for you. Definitely watch it, though, because you're going to love that okay. movie. If you're talking about this, yeah. you're going to fucking love I'm that sure. movie. Yeah. It's just, it's just a fascinating thing because it it's just I don't buy into the whole, like, for, like it's just like a linear thing. No, it, it doesn't make sense. straight, solid concept. Because if you think about it, time is a man-made thing anyway. Mm -hmm something that somebody made up and it's, we know, like, part of it like yeah time is so relative like the fact that five minutes can feel so different in one way versus another way is crazy like it is how, well, how is it five minutes one way so long exactly. with five minutes another way is like that like, no, we've, we've been dude, doing this show for sense. an hour yeah. nine minutes now but an hour and nine minutes in an ice bath yeah it feels a lot longer it's, <laughs> it's all relative it's all how you yeah. process it it's just weird it's about your perspective make any sense. it doesn't make like, any sense I'll, one joe rogan wow. podcast once talks about how like you actually can like age differently if you move faster for like a certain amount. Like like time literally doesn't make sense. Like I'm not gonna explain that. I don't get it. Are you saying that like, if either, you move but... fast, you're you're outpacing like, time, and time if, has no, to catch if up you're with you? You're like a, like let's say like you fly jets for a living. Like you are moving so fast that you're aging quicker. Oh, that gets into the whole like, dude. You know what really fucks me up? I think it's on the same process or sorry uh, mindset that you're doing is uh light years so oh, right yeah. so like so like if you could travel the speed of light and then you go out yeah. into space and come back into earth everyone's going to be dead that you knew because uh, yeah like, i don't know about that well like because like it, well no no like but like that's like the whole yeah, thing of, like, it's, it's relativity yeah, relativity exactly. something like that yeah, yeah. None of it makes sense. None but in the does. same sense, it all makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. It's it's yeah, you can't really explain it, but exactly. you know that something's fucked up about yeah. it. But you just don't know how to put it into words. But like you don't see animals walking around worrying about their time running out. Like it's just us. Like we invented yeah. time. We invented being worried about time running out. Like exactly. it's, it's all us. Dude, it is. That's fucking that's a good point. It's just I think about that shit all the time. I yeah. actually think about that this morning. There was a yep. squirrel on my deck eating an egg corn and uh my mom's like, Oh, look at the squirrel, it's so cute. Blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, 
all that squirrel gives a fuck about right now is that eating acorn. that acorn. Yeah, it doesn't care. Yeah. It's not depressed. It's not like thinking about what it has to do later. Like it's literally just yeah. existing. Fuck. So uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what do they say? Um, we're just spiritual beings living a human existence. Yeah. Something like that. We're basically like a battery. Yeah. Like that's basically what we are. We just have, we have this energy. And I think a lot of people's like anxiety and, and all that comes from people. We're not living the lives we're supposed to, right? We were born as like hunters and gatherers. We expelled this energy and people okay. sit on the couch all day yep. and they're wondering why they have anxiety, but it's because all this energy is not being used. It has to come out somewhere. Right. So yeah. like, like I'm sure if I'm sure if they went to the gym, they'd feel way better after oh, because yeah. they're spending that energy. So like, we're, we're literally just batteries like we get recharged at nighttime we wake up we have this energy and if we if you don't use any of it you're gonna it's gonna go somewhere so we stress yeah. out about stuff the thing that we kind of talked about this a little bit off air too uh you had said you deleted facebook off your phone yes. and how that was like the best thing you've yeah. ever done it was um, great that so i just deleted social media off of my phone mm. today all social media yeah. off my phone and it's not that i'm not using it now i'll just use it on the computer yeah. at set times but I just couldn't have it on my phone anymore because I realized how much it was consuming me. It's a trap. It is. And it's like truly it felt like an addiction to where yeah. every single second that I felt bored, pick up the phone, look at the phone. For what? Yeah, yeah. So and I actually, I read this book called The Comfort Crisis. Okay. And it talks about that. It's basically like- I'm going to write that down. Yeah, it's, it's great. It, um, it talks like it's way too easy today to be comfortable, right? So like back in the day, you had to work for your food. Even like yes. 10 years, five years ago, you had, to, you had to at least cook food or drive somewhere to get food. But now you can wake up, work, order food, eat everything without leaving your house. Yeah, I guess awesome. you can just hit a button, food comes to you. It's way too easy to be comfortable. So it is literally yeah. a crisis that we're all comfortable. Um, so And it's like people just, the second they're bored, they have something that they can get used to yeah. not be bored anymore. So like no one's ever bored anymore because the second they're bored, they just take out their phone and they're on social media or they're doing whatever. Yep, so it's like, it's literally an issue that we don't feel boredom. Cause it's like, detrimental. when are you going to think of like, you're not going to come up with creative things or like yes. come up with new ideas or like whatever, because there's no downtime that you're bored. You're just always taking stuff out. So I listened to actually today, the same topic it was on, I think it was on Joe Rogan's podcast, a little nine minute clip on YouTube where he talks about how, Back in old times, mm. uh, when people got bored, they thought about the next thing that they, they could do. Yeah. Like, okay, let me go do X, Y, and Z. It wasn't, they didn't have that instant yep. thing to instant let me fill that, that boredom. And that's where you saw people, like you touched on creativity. Um, they say like, you know, if you're never bored, like boredom is actually a good thing because yeah. it causes you to be creative and to think and to go in inside yep. your mind. Dude, you want to know, I'm going to, I'm going to pick back off of your, like in the olden times with, and this is going to tie into our discussion about how time's relative. So think about it back in the day, like let's just say the medieval times, right? When you were 18, well, obviously you didn't live to be that fucking mm -hmm. old because of medicine, right? Yeah. Now at the same time, think about it. By the time you were 18, you did so mm -hmm. much whether it be fighting, labor, or work, you are so much, you are actually probably, pro, I'm gonna, I have no proof of this, but I would say you have the maturity of a 40 year old now. Yeah, yeah. But you it's because to. you had to, because you lived a shorter life and you did more. Mm -hmm. So, like 18 years for them was probably so fucking long compared to 18 years for yeah. us because we did, they didn't have technology. They had to do shit every day. They lived mm -hmm. more life in the same way. Yeah. yeah. Again, time. Time. It's just, it's, it's almost like inflation or almost like mm -hmm. inflation with, with, with time. Yes. Yeah. No, it's, it's wild. Crazy. I could talk about that topic all day long. Yeah. It's just so interesting.
shit. And really, I think now today we don't have a mental health crisis in the world. Well, we do. We have a dopamine crisis. Yeah. Oh, we we wow. have an instant because that's what I'm learning with myself. You know, I deal with different things, and I'm like, wait a second, this is a dopamine problem because I'm just at the second I get bored, I'm on my mm -hmm. phone. I'm in the shopping, uh, you know, I'm in line somewhere. Just I can't wait. I can't wait five minutes to yeah. get checked out. I got to pick up the phone. And I'm like, okay, this is a dopamine problem that a lot of people have here. I'm Even not, like people reading books, like they're not reading books anymore. They're reading yeah. a tablet. That is a yeah, book. Like, exactly. You need, you need to get away from the screens. Yeah. Like so deleting Facebook was amazing. I like, so I still, sometimes I'll log into it on my phone, like through Safari. Yep. Like if I, if I need to like, you put ask a barrier a question, to it. Like if I'm like, if I need to like ask people like who has this, I could borrow. Like yeah. I'll log in, I'll post that, I'll close it, and I'll check like an hour later. Yep. And then that's it. Like Instagram, I still use, but I set an hour timer on my phone. Good. So after okay. an hour, Instagram tells me like you've been on an hour, and I turn it off. Yep. Like I like Instagram better because I'm way more in control of what I'm I'm looking at. Like I, um, like I remember being in high school and I was following just a ton of like just stupid meme pages and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but now I just I follow like a bunch of jiu-jitsu people or like motivational pages like joe rogan that kind of stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like even when i'm on instagram i'm not looking at like stupid memes like i'm looking at inspirational posts and stuff like that yeah like a lot of people they open instagram they're scrolling and they're comparing and they're like oh like this person's doing this like i'm just sitting at home or like this person looks like this but i'm like i'm looking at these yeah. people like training and like the joe rogan quotes so like it i think instagram can be used in a really good way yes but you're also way in my opinion way more in control of what you follow on instagram based on facebook like facebook's so crazy with all like what like is targeted towards you and stuff like that but instagram's the same way i was watching this this documentary once and like if you stop on a post you don't even have to interact with it you don't have to like it or anything but if you stop at a post and look at it instagram will count how long you're looking at it and give you more posts that are like that yeah so it's crazy. that i've heard of this and i'm actually reading a book right now and Cumber Crisis sounds really fucking uh, interesting. I'm reading The Chaos Machine, okay. where they're, it, I'm only, I just got into it, but it's the one Frisella talks about okay. how they use social media to literally control your mind mm -hmm. through no, they stuff literally like can. that. They well, have you heard of stuff like The Social Dilemma? Yeah. I, that's you what I that? watched. Yes. Yeah. I watched like half of it, but like yeah. literally, that, that's what they can control everything. They can yeah. control when you're depressed, when you're excited, literally yeah, anything. Outrage, and that's why, I, anything. that's why I don't like to use it. You know, they're not going to control me. And uh, yeah. it, like I read something like in the comfort crisis, it talks about how like a 10 minute walk through nature is amazing for you if your phone's not involved. Oh, hell like, yeah. No headphones yeah. in, no, like no checking your text, just walk through nature, hear the nature noises, be surrounded by it. It's, a, it's amazing. But like people take out their phone and and literally Instagram 100% can control what you're thinking and what like, and it, Somehow, listens. Some it way. listens to you. It can hear yeah. you talking. You don't even have to touch anything on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Your phones hear you talk and you can say like, oh, like I'm thinking of trying a sauna. And then the next time you're on Instagram, you see an ad for a sauna. Oh, like, we're going to get, not we're gonna get a sauna. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It, this is literally, it's crazy. The fact that any yeah. of this is legal is crazy. No, no, it, it's, it's fucking absurd and it's uh, manipulative and, um, well, the whole Edward Snowden, I don't know if you know Edward no. Snowden, he, he kind of flew, uh, was the whistleblower on all that, that like okay. we're being watched. Is that no, no. Okay. So, so here's, here's, well, the he's thing. a citizen of Russia. Well, now. he's a citizen okay. of Russia now. And of course, now when this happened, exiled. when, when this happened back in what, I think it was between 2010 and 2020. I don't remember the date. I, it's either this past decade or the decade before when he came out, he, basically everything that we know now that mm -hmm. we're, we're saying is fucked up. 
he blew the whistle on. And everyone's like, nah. And no, and everyone not only did that, everyone called him a traitor because espionage, he's Russian spy, he's a communist. And you know what? I believed in, I bought into it. I was like, oh, this piece of shit, like, you know, he's fucking America. And now thinking about it now, he got Russian citizenship, but uh, (laughs) everything that I'm seeing now that the government's doing, I'm like, oh, this motherfucker blew the whistle. Like, well, with everything going on now, I I could totally see that. Because how many times I said, I'm like, this can't be fucking. I'm like, this is just, yeah, I'm on a GameCube right now. Somebody's, yeah. somebody's playing. Bro. We're just in Sims. Bro, someone. Like, you ever play Sims back in the day? Yeah. yeah. Bro, someone put in the cheat code in Grand Theft Auto that makes all the <laughs> yeah. fucking cars go up in the air. Yeah, that, that sometimes, like, like, that's literally sometimes what I feel. Wouldn't even surprise me anymore if I saw a car floating by. I'd be like, huh, it's like, part, like So I was listening to something today, and it was showing all the things you agree to when you agree to terms and conditions of TikTok. Oh, like, fuck. I don't even, I don't have TikTok. I have it. I've never used it. Yeah. Uh, but, like. It literally like owns your life. Like they can yeah. access anything on your phone if they yeah. want to, just because just because they because you accepted the terms and conditions. Like it's, yeah. we're literally giving ourselves away. Even you know, but yeah. like, like what are they gonna do with my like what like with my text? Like who cares? Like right. but like at, in a, the big picture, it's just wild. Oh, it's wild. I I might not be in the in the nicest of uh, positions for them with my text, but, <laughs> uh, but fuck it, I'll I'll cross that path when it comes. Yeah, uh, no, that's uh, it's a deep topic for sure. Yeah, yeah. But. It is. Fuck. Nice. Um, but anyway, uh, any final thoughts uh, for the show as we wrap up here? I, don't, I think we did. You know, we covered a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I had a good time. Oh, yeah. I've been wanting to do one of these for a while. So it, it, yeah. it, was, it feels good. I'll, I'll definitely, you know, look into starting my own thing, too. Yeah, definitely. Fuck yeah, then, just do it, bro. Yeah, why do not? It. Do it. And anyone of you listening here that if you want to start a fucking podcast, listen to this, just do it. Like, there's no these, like, if you are. People plan in different ways. If you want to get the the microphone, you want to get this, you want to get the camera, fine. But don't let that be the determining factor of you starting. Just start right now. We started with a phone. We called it a different podcast fucking <laughs> name first episode. At change it. We learn as you go, dude. Learn as you go. It's you like jujitsu. You learn as you go. Yeah. Our friends have a podcast. Uh, start to be great. Start to be great. It's a great podcast, and their you know their whole basis is you don't have to be great to start. But you have to start to be great. It's and true. Oh, that's it. like, you know, with your jujitsu, with everything you've done, I think you've accomplished that mentality. Um, so that's really, really cool. And uh, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah. yeah. So I'll leave it. One last thing I'm going to leave it at. If you are listening to this right now and you think you're working hard enough, you're not. Work harder. <laughs> Peace. That's, that's the show. show.